This episode of the Boss Builder Podcast is brought to you by Boss Builder Academy. If you are a newly promoted supervisor, somebody who's in the role and struggling, or even somebody who's thinking about one day making the transition to management, it is an overwhelming and stressful job. To help you out, please check out our Boss Builder Academy. Our Boss Builder Academy gives you the knowledge and skills you need to be a successful boss through a series of videos and guided discussions. It's something that you can do in as little as five minutes per day, and it will give you practical, tangible, tactical skills so you can be a great boss. For more information, check us out at www.thebossbuilders.com or call us at 931-221-2988. Well, hello and welcome to this episode of the Boss Builder Podcast, the podcast for those of you who are new to supervision, those of you in the role and struggling, and even those of you who are thinking about one day making this important transition to being the boss. You know, actually, this episode, if that is you, you're thinking about doing it, is probably going to be one of the most helpful things you hear. Our guest today is Greg Taylor. His company is Winning Edge Solutions, and he's going to talk to us today a lot about leadership. The lessons he's going to share with you are very inspirational. He is a pretty uh, outspoken, (laughs) funny guy. I've had coffee with him. It was a great time. But the thing I love most about Greg is that you will feel inspired when you're done listening to him. Greg's going to give you some really great tips on how to select talent, how to bring your best to work, how to inspire people. He's got great step-by-steps. And if you are the person who are thinking about making this transition, you really should pay attention. For those of you in the role and struggling and those of you who are new, there's messages in there for you. At the end, he'll give you some contact information, and I would really encourage you to reach out to him. If you need a boost in your day, definitely listen to Greg. So with no further delay, let's meet our guest, Greg Taylor. Greg Taylor, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much. Glad to be here. I'm glad you're here too. We met, I guess it was a few months ago through a colleague of ours and we had coffee together and you were a super interesting guy. And I thought, you know what? I think you've got a great message for our audience. And so the topic is going to be called Take Another Step. And you're going to share with us how to go through that journey. And so before we get into those steps, Greg, I was wondering if you could share something about your background with us. I would love to do that. And uh, interesting is probably a word you could probably teach my wife to say that I'm a pretty good guy. So I'm still working on that one and take another step campaign with my wife. But anyway, real quick, my background, my mom and dad were born and raised in a coal mining camp and coal mining camp in eastern Kentucky and called Black Star. And I graduated from Corbin High School, played football at Western Kentucky University, got a degree in finance. Then I started my career and I started my career in a leadership training development class. So I got to spend the first three months of my life in business where I just came off a sports field on into a classroom where they taught me leadership skills and how to be a person of excellence. And to me, those three months was a was a game changer for my career. They taught me all the things that I had in the athletic realm, how to transfer those over into the business realm and to inspire people to take another step. Okay. So tell us a little bit about the thought leader. 
um, space that you're in. How did you become a thought leader? And what is a thought leader? We become what we think about. So what are you thinking about? And a thought leader to me, this is GT's definition is what are your thoughts? And we got to lead you with the right thoughts because we will become what we think about. So let's think about good things. Let's think about things that can grow us, things that can help us take another step. And what I want to do in people's life is just give them that information. Uh, Going through the leadership training program for three months changed my life. I've had plenty of coaches, parents, aunts, uncles, leaders, friends that's uh, nurtured me through my wins, through my losses. Uh, they were there for me when I, when I was at my lowest and they were there with me at my highest. And I just want to be that person of excellence to say, hey, I can help you. Let's trust each other and let's take a journey of taking another step and let's see what happens. Okay. So on that journey then, when you are working with people that really want to get better, especially as they are taking care of other people, do you focus on IQ Or is there another part of leadership that you think is important? Well, the part that I'm focusing on uh, studying some of your classes is the EQ portion of it is the emotional part. And uh, which you got to have both. I mean, you can't have one without the other. But but because life is a balance, being an extreme person and managing that extreme personality. I've learned that uh, championships are built in the balance of life in relationships. So but my focus for taking another step is the whole emotional side of it. Okay, so um, so what is something somebody could do to build that emotional piece? Does this mean we're going to cry at the Hallmark movie? So how do you define that EQ? Oh, EQ is just through inspirational leadership and uh, and just inspiring people to do something they're not going to do by themselves because we all got uh, people in our lives. It can be a parent. It can be a coach. It can be a sibling. It can be a grandparent, whoever that was, somebody in your life help you get over a trial and tribulation. And the question is, how did they do that? Because I like to ask people, who are your top five leaders or who are your top top worst leaders and how did they impact you or how did they impact you in a bad way? So how do you stop doing that so you can help people in a positive way? Mm. Because we all got emotional experiences that we've been through and we just got to learn how to leverage those to benefit ourselves, our family and the people we lead. Okay. Well, a lot of people look at us at Boss Builders and they always ask us, why do you call yourself boss? That's really, really bad. So I'm going to ask you, how would you define boss? And then how would you define leader? Which I kind of touched on this, my last one, but shoot, I've studied leadership since I've been 23 years old. Uh, I read my first book when I was 23 years old, when I first started to learn that I can learn. And since then, I've probably read over 200 books on attitude, principles and leadership. And uh, there's just so many definitions out there of what a leader is. But one that's resonated with me for the last 25 years of my life, the one that when I read that, I just said, that is what I want to do. And that definition is a leader is a person who inspires another person to take a journey that they will not take by themselves. So in inspiring, we're basically not kicking them off the diving board into the deep end. We would do it differently then, right? That's exactly right. This is inspirational leadership. This is not beat them over the head leadership. Okay. Okay. Because leadership is more than asking for a certain result. It is more of leading them through a process to obtain the result. Uh, can I say that again? Yes, please. Because that was a, uh, that was a, 
light came on in my life where my frustration went from a peak dealing with people to the lowest ever. Because as my mom said, don't let your kids frustrate you. And my mentor always told me, don't let your people frustrate you, Greg. Once they frustrate you, they got you. Mm, makes sense. So we have to rise above that frustration because it's not up to us to get the result done. It's up to us to lead them through a process to obtain the result. Because once we teach them the right behavior to have, then they have the behavior. We're either going to give them a pick or a nick. And a pick is a positive, immediate consequence. And a nick is a negative, immediate consequence. That's what we control as leaders, the consequence. We, we chose the antecedent they need to have before the behavior. They choose the behavior, then we choose the consequence based upon what we have told them to do. Mm. Well, I'm guessing that a person isn't going to be born to be this great leader. So in your opinion, what type of a mindset does a person need to be that inspirational leader? <laughs> well, you said a mouthful there. Yeah, this is this is a, a, a learned trade, man. Being a high strung person, ADHD, OCD and all those acronyms that go with my life and people helping me uh, learn how to manage that, tame that, funnel that is that uh to be a great leader, and I go back to my mom and dad. I had, I mean, I won the parent lottery. I didn't understand that until I was probably 31, 32 years old. And my parents just did a great job, just two good people from Southeast Kentucky, teaching me how to be good and be good to people. Because in my first seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 years of managing, I was one of those hard driving people. Nobody could do anything to make me happy until I had that moment when the light come on. It's about leading them through the process to obtain the result because I'm not accountable for the result, but I really am because in leadership, the mindset you got to have is I have to own that. Whoever is under me, I own that. And everything rises and falls on me. Even though I don't have the power to make them do it, their behavior still falls upon me. Whew. That yeah. made me a little dizzy right there. <laughs> That's a lot of responsibility. So, uh... Yeah, because when you say, this person's behavior is going to be a reflection of me because there's two things there. Everything rises and falls on leadership. Attitude reflects leadership. So I'm the person that give all of my responsibilities and my, uh, and my, uh, who I am. I give that to somebody else. Then they get to determine who I am based on what their behavior is. But as my mom, mom and dad and my boss said, you get to choose the right consequence for them though. Mm. Don't get frustrated. You are in charge of the consequence. They're in charge of the behavior. You're in charge of the consequence. That's a lot to really absorb. I guess I'm thinking too, you know, that's the mindset. What are some characteristics that the great leader ought to have then? Uh, great leader. He's got to have great temperament and judgment. As a friend told me, he worked for me at, at the last company I worked for. And he said, great leaders have good temperament and good judgment. Man, that was just like I'd never heard that before until about five or six years ago. So I started questioning my own temperament and judgment. Because great leaders, every time you learn something new, you got to go look in the mirror and go, how's that help me? How does that make me a better leader? How does that help me inspire people more? Because I've got to control my body language and my voice tonality because that's 93% of my communication then I've got to use good judgment, which I've got to go through a process called game, gather, analyze, and make and execute a plan because everything's going to fall upon me, but I have to get this done through 
through people, systems, processes. So you need both of those. I mean, it'd be great if you had a good temperament, but couldn't make a good decision. And if you make great decisions, but people don't like you, you're going to miss out. So this is that, a, uh, yeah, you can't have one without the other, I guess, right? You can't have one without the other. And another great thing, a, a word just pops into my head after you uh, ask me that question is discernment. Hmm, discernment. Yeah. What does that mean? Tell me what discernment is. Well, if you look at the Dix, Dix, uh, Webster Dictionary, that's a new book I found out at about when I was about 42 years old. But that's another story. <laughs> uh, the word, by definition, is to gather facts. Judge. When we judge people, we're just being on emotions. To discern, we have to go gather facts. We have to go find the truth because the truth's going to set us all free. But the truth doesn't appear. We have to go find the truth. We may have to interview 10, 11 people and we still won't be clear of the truth. But leaders, they live in a world of ambiguity, unclear things. We have to learn how to focus on that. And how do I come out with good temperament, good judgment to discern the best thing to do in a very gray area? Yeah, I have a feeling a lot of people skip that step. So that's that's huge. Discernment. Oh, uh, I have a class discernment versus judgment. OK, I think we might we might want to hear about that one, Greg, because that, that sounds like something I think a lot of us would need. Oh, uh, it's just taking you through the process of of a mindset. First, you got to understand, am I discerning what's going on? Or am I just judging what's going on? I mean, right out of the gate with every relationship I have, I, they, they start with a 10 with me. Race, creed, color, religion, it doesn't matter. To me, they're a special gift. And mm-hmm. I'm going to treat them as such. And they start with a 10. Then we get to build our relationship with one another. I guess this would work pretty well with relationships outside of uh, boss and subordinate, then, wouldn't it? Yes. Yes, sir. Well, let's go back to inspiration here. So what are some of your favorite ways that you inspire people? Wow. Man, there's so many because I've been inspired so many different ways. But uh, I've come up with top the top five things to inspire someone. And the first one is building trust. As uh, Stephen Covey says in his book, Seven Things of Highly Effective People, uh, that is the number one human motivation, trusting someone. And in my definition, the favorite one that I found that resonates with me is, is trust was you trust is when you depend upon or rely upon someone's character and or abilities to help you get what you want. Because if you want some to inspire someone, they're going to look at you and do they know, see, and feel to trust you because they got to feel that you're going to help them get what they want? Because it's a boss subordinate relationship because everything in life is a relationship. And do we trust one another? That is the biggest human motivation because it's the toughest one to get from people. Okay. So that's one. You said there was five. What are the other four, Greg? Two, offering hope. Uh, the third one is keep it simple. Uh, the fourth one is I got your back mentality. And number five is reward and recognize people. Okay. And it seems like these are really not tangible things that you, you're not going to hand somebody this. These sound like behaviors you're going to have to exhibit then, right? You're going to have to work on that relationship. That's exactly right. Because part of the mindset too, that we didn't touch base on, but I will right now to be able to build trust, offer hope, keep it simple. I got your back reward and recognize you've got to go connect with them. You got to go connect with your subordinate. As I've told leaders that I've developed in the past, you've got to sell them on who you are. (laughs) 
Mr. Mac, most of them would look at me and go, hold up a minute. You're, you're telling me, Greg, to go sell my people on who I am. I went, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're responsible for them. So they got to know how, how do they feel? What do they know, see, and feel about you? And which that, that would blow their mind. I said, well, we can do this. You can keep doing what you're doing and stay at the same level of frustration, or we can try a new method. Well, I don't know. If I, I don't know if I want them to try the new method because you're going to put me out of business if people start being more self-aware like that. I have no bosses to build. <laughs> oh, we got, there, there's people out there. You have a job, coach. Yeah, I kind of figured that. But I mean, again, I love it because these don't think these these are not over my head. These are easy, basic things that you can do, and I love your methodology. So. You, you, we talked about the bringing people together. What strategies do you recommend to bring bosses and subordinates together? They, they you hopefully start with, I'm your new leader. Here's what I'm all about. Where does it go from there then, Greg? Well, the first company that I worked for was a very successful transportation company in Tennessee. And uh, one of the things that the most important thing to them, to them is to have a great culture is the interview process. Because the relationship starts at the interview process. Because the HR coordinator would talk to them, then the person they report to talk to them, then the director level would talk to them, and a VP level, then the owner and COO would talk to them. Because they understood the value of getting the right person on the bus and getting the right person in the right chair. As Jim Collins said in the book, Good to Great. They understand the value of that. Because that's where relationships begin, is in the interview process. Mm-hmm. Getting to know each other. Finding common ground. What do we have in common? What do you like? What do I like? Here's what, we, here's what goes on here. Do you, do you match that? Do you want to do this? Who's your best leader? Who's your worst leader? And why? Yeah, that's a good way to size a person up, but for them to size you up as well. No, it's, it's all in the interview process. As I was trained, you hire your problems. New England Link Consulting is the Northeast premier business consulting firm, helping small to medium-sized businesses implement strategic leadership and operational methodologies that help to lower costs, increase capacity, and win more customers. Their consultants provide guidance on the latest business solutions, including Lean, Six Sigma, ISO, as well as energy conservation and safety compliance to help you grow your business deliberately and strategically. Through their plan methods, you'll be able to build and sustain a long-term operational excellence advantage over your competition. To reach them, go to NewEnglandLeanConsulting.com or you can call them at 860-335-4787. Now that makes sense. That does. Well, let's think about then someone who is listening to this podcast today, and it's probably someone who is a newly promoted supervisor, someone who might be in the role struggling. But more importantly, we do get listeners that are thinking about one day making this transition. So how would you encourage somebody to become this leader? What would, what would you tell them? <laughs> I'm just kind of grinning and laughing at that. But because every time someone would come and tell me, say, hey, hey, Mr. Taylor, hey, Greg. Hey, I want to become a leader. And I just stop everything I'm doing. I look at them and I sit down and put my hand on my heart and go, take a deep breath and go, now, why would you want to do that? <laughs> and they'll look at me and go, what do you mean? I said, what? I said, and I just start laughing to make it funny. I said, why would you want to do that? Well, because I want to be a leader. But why do you want to be a leader? 
Why would you want to take your reputation and give it to people so they can mess it up and you to be held accountable to their behavior? Why would you do that? If they can't answer that, they have to go back and reevaluate. Why do you want to do this? Mm -hmm. Is this a purpose that's in your heart? Is this your passion? Because your purpose is going to fuel your passion. Is this your focus? Have you been reading books? Have you been studying leadership? Because if you can connect to your why in life, you'll have all the passion and energy in the world to go accomplish whatever you uh, that God's put before you. So that's the first thing I would tell someone that wants to be a leader. Do, is this what you want to do in your life? And do you understand the trials and tribulations? And do you are you hungry enough to go through the process to become a great inspirational leader? Man, I guess uh, if they say, well, I was just hoping I get more money, they probably wouldn't make the cut with you, would they? Uh, that, well, do you want someone that just wants the money to go lead your people? Yeah, it's a frightening thought, isn't it? That's a fright. To, to me, it is. Yes, sir. Yeah, I have to agree. It would be. All right. So then let's let's push this along then. So we have someone that has told you, yes, I want to make a difference. And they're in the role. Now they're struggling. What would you do to encourage that person? I would ask them who their mentor is. I said, what kind of books have you read? Do you need one on one coaching? Because education is priceless and knowledge is power when it's connected to action. So just because you're struggling doesn't mean that's where you're going to end up five years from now. But let's look at your passion. Let's look at your focus. Let's look at your inner circle. And how do you deal with adversity? And let's see if we can manage those uh, four foundational principles of winning edge to see what do we got to do to move you forward? Because the first thing is you got to figure out, do you want to do this? Mm -hmm. I mean, it comes back to your three-legged stool, the skill, the will, and the focus. Right. Do you have the willpower, the passion to do this? Because if you do, we can get you the skill. Dr. Mack can provide the skill for you. <laughs> right, sir? Yeah, that's true. Right. Well, it all, it all seems like a good idea when you're not in, you know, over and over your head. But that, that level is, is where they tend to start falling apart. Yeah. Because, shoot, I was in leadership. See, when I started, I was 24, probably when 16 years into it, I stopped being frustrated. And that doesn't mean I stopped being frustrated daily. I'm frustrated daily, but it takes me 10 seconds to get over it. It used to take me four and five hours to get over the frustration, which I lost a half a day of work. Because my boss would always tell me, so Greg, he would let, laugh and look at me and go, you got to slow down. You're all upset again because there's a problem. That's why you're here. You're here to lead these people through solving those problems. Quit getting so frustrated. Yeah. Well, what about the leader who has, they they made the decision, they've gone through their struggles, they're starting to see the the positive, uh, but they're still young in their tenure. What advice would you give them? Shoot, I would just go back to what I would tell the, who's your mentor? Mm -hmm. As I'm a firm, you got to have a great mentor. And uh, and some of my coaching clients I was working with last week, we had a we had a discussion. How do you manage your boss or mm. how do you manage your mentor? And the, and the protege has got to initiate everything. Mm-hmm. Don't wait for the mentor to come to you. You go to the mentor saying, hey, here's what some things I'm, I'm doing. Do you like that? Do you not like that? Give me your input. Yeah. Well, the mentoring works best when you are sought out. Otherwise, it's like an arranged marriage, right? Right. Because. If the, if the mentor is chasing the protege, when he catches the protege, the mentor's tired. <laughs> he, he has nothing but 
asking you, why am I chasing you type of questions instead of pouring into your life? Because mm-hmm. once you find a great mentor and you're chasing him, he's going to do nothing. But just pour everything that's good into him, in him, into you. Yeah. I can't imagine somebody who was said, who has been asked, you know, I admire what you do. Would you mentor me? Would say, no, uh, I don't feel like doing that. That that would be a, that would be really cool to hear that. Oh yeah. People, people want to help people. I think they do. I think that's a mindset that a lot of people don't realize, but I think it's very true. Right. But someone has got to step out in faith, take the initiative and go ask the question. I need your help. Would you be willing to coach me? That's why the coaching services industry is really going up, and which that's a part of what I do is an individual one-on-one coaching from an executive performance and a uh, and a life skill set. Well, let's let's talk about that. So your your company is Winning Edge Solutions. Tell us about your company. Talk about your core values. Uh, my core values, which I call them my eight foundational principles, because circumstances are going to change, but principles are foundation. Art Foundational, and uh, and a nice lady from Corbin, Kentucky, told me that saying. When I told her what I was doing, I told her my eight uh, principles. She said, "Wow." She said, "That's good because circumstances will always change, but principles are foundational." Which I just kind of gave her a f- high five and got all fired up about that, Mister Mag. So my eight are passion, focus, relationships, winning through adversity, gratitude, effort, honesty, and respect. And those things, if we can come out of the gate every morning and have those eight tools in our hands, and this is all um, from a mental point of view, and we've got to learn how to use those and leverage and get wins out of losses. we got to learn how to take uh, uh, lemons and turn them into lemonade. That's right. Well, I guess what that would tell us, if we wanted to come work for you at Winning Edge, we would have to adopt those core values to be successful with you, right? Correct. So that is what I'm looking for in an interview. Okay. Yeah. So, and it, like you said, it all begins in the interview, doesn't it? It all begins in the interview. That's right. If you're looking for a certain person, profile that, write it down. What type of personality do we have? And let's see if they match those personality traits. Mm-hmm. And I guess if you find that person and maybe the job is one where the skills are fairly easily learned, you probably could create the ideal employee, couldn't you? Oh, there's there's no doubt. I've seen it work for my first eight years of my life. I saw it over and over and over and over and over again. Well, let's talk about something else you have now, Greg. You have a new system. It's called Take Another Step. So what is that all about? That is all about how do I get better? How does everyone in an organization have a mindset when they walk in the door, one, they've got so much passion and focus and the relationships are good. They're just sitting there going, what do I have to do today to make a difference in the customer's life, my teammate's life, and how do I help the owners make money? Okay. Well, if our audience is ready to take that step, I mean, you've given us a lot of really good information. How can the audience find you and contact you, Greg? Well, you can find me on w, on my website at findyourwinningedge.com. Uh, I'll just give my phone number out here, 318-230-6481. And my email address is greg at winningedgesolutions.org, which all that information uh, is on my website as well. And you can actually call me on your phone from my website. 
Okay, that's great. And from your accent, you are located up in the Boston area, right? Yeah, I, li- I, I spent all my time in New York City and Brooklyn. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Greg, Greg lives uh, fairly close to where I do in Middle Tennessee. We actually, he's one of the few guests I actually get, ever get to meet in person. So it was a pleasure uh, sharing some coffee with you over at the Panera. And uh, yes. and Greg, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, to share your knowledge and your inspiration with the audience here on Boss Builder Podcast. Can I can I close out my portion of it? And I thank you so much, Mr. Mac. Absolutely. At the bottom, at at the end of the day, everything's going crazy. Customers, teammates, weather, profits, the market, all of these crazy things that go on in the world. At the bottom line, if we can get people to show up with a mindset of I'm going to be my best version of me today, I'm going to seize the day, meaning I will capture my thoughts. I will capture the issues and fix them. And I have a mindset, make a play. That means we can do things that other people can't do. We can create solutions to problems. Then if you do those three mindsets, we're, we're going to be a champion. We're all going to be a champion. And we're going to move the ball forward one step at a time, not 10 yards at a time, one step at a time. And we all can take another step. I think that's great. Greg, I appreciate you taking time to be with us today. And uh, best of luck as you get up there and inspire people to be awesome leaders. Mr. Mack, I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you, sir. Well, thanks for taking the time to listen to another episode of the Boss Builder Podcast. You know, if you're listening to these as you are commuting to and from work, I would highly recommend you listen again when you get home just so you can take some notes. We do our best to get you great information. And sometimes if you're like me, you got to write the stuff down. On another note, for your further development, if you work for an organization and you think that it would be valuable to partner with us, which I think is a good idea, We invite you to check us out online at thebossbuilders.com. We have three options, our signature driving results on-site workshop, which our trainers come out and deliver for you. We also have our very popular Boss Builder Academy, which is video driven. And we also offer the option of having your organization license our training materials so that your trainers can go ahead and deliver them on-site. If you're listening to our podcast on iTunes or on Stitcher, the other thing we'd appreciate is if you could just take a moment and leave us a brief, positive, of course, review. That would really help us out a great deal. And refer this podcast to anybody you know that you think could benefit from it. Until the next time we meet, get out there, boss up, boss on, and more importantly, make a commitment to being the boss at being a great boss. Goodbye.